You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to The Dev Show. I'm Deborah Eckerling, author of Your Goal Guide and founder of The Dev Method, which is my system for goal setting simplified. My vision is to give you the tools, inspiration, and motivation you need to figure out what you want and help you make a plan to get it. Let's get started. Welcome everyone. I decided August, the theme should be fun because we need it. I mean, we always need it, but right now I feel like we need fun a lot more than ever before. So I invited some of the funnest people I know and I am so excited. So we have Kathy Klotz guest and Kathy and I, I think it's been like five or six years. We met at Social Media Marketing World like ages ago. But as we do, we connect and every now and then we like see each other and wave or like or comment or whatever. And Kathy is awesome because she is all about bringing play and fun to the work that you do. And then we also have Katrina Sawa and Katrina's a newer friend. We met through Grand Connection and now we like to see each other at events usually every other week. And I'm so thrilled to have you because Katrina is all about get it done, make money, have fun also very important. And we also have Karen Pulver running late, but that's okay. We're easy breezy and she can introduce herself when she gets on. But I know Karen from Missoula Tuesday night networking. So we've all, we've taken care of that little bit, but why don't you ladies introduce yourselves better? Cause all I basically did was say, hi, welcome. You're awesome. And let's start with you, Kathy. Thank you. It is Kathy Cloak's guest with a long O. And that is okay because I will yes and however you do it. That's the improv commitment. So I spent 15 years in tech uh, leading teams, uh, marketing communications teams. I have over 20 years experience on comedy stages. I'm a trained improviser and uh, uh, stand-up comics. So I left to blend those two worlds together and my company, keepingithuman.com. What I do is I help teams and leaders communicate uh, tell better stories, work better as teams using a lot of improv concepts. So can we take these concepts from the improv stage where teams work really well together to be super creative and create these on the fly things that make you laugh? Yes. And we can put that into business to be more effective. So that's really what I help uh, people do. Excellent. Well, thrilled to have you here and to learn more and let <laughs> us swap over to Katrina. Katrina, welcome. Good to see you. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Deb. So good to be here. And I am known as the Jumpstart Your Biz Coach because I literally kick people in their butts to get stuff done. But I do it with love and I want to make sure you have lots of fun because if you're not having fun in your business, what's the point, right? But we can have a lot more fun if we make a lot more money. We can also give back. We can do a lot of good things. So it's really all about making more money and being more consistent with your revenue-producing activities, your marketing, your follow-up, your sales processes, 
so that you can live a happier life and design the business around the kind of life you want to live rather than fitting your life in around your business. So that's what I'm all about. I've been business coaching for 19 years now and working from home, loving every minute of it and had all kinds of challenges, of course, too. But it's uh, there's nothing like doing what you're completely passionate about and making uh, an impact with people and doing it while making lots more money that you deserve. <laughs> yes, I, I love the theme. It's all about having fun, making money, but also impacting others because yeah. that's the whole thing. And those who know me know that I am all about, you know, figure out what is the life you want and then you create the path to get there. And behind it is the mission and the motto, you know, do what you love, do what you're good at and help others do something as well. So it's not just about you. And the reason I love the topic of fun, especially as we're, well, it's fun, of course I do, but as it relates to business is because people can tell, Yeah. you know, if you love what you're doing, they can tell. And if you don't love what you're doing, they can tell. It, it's really just a matter of um, taking the time to figure out what all those wonderful things are and kind of putting it out there. So Kathy, thoughts? Yeah, you know, I mean, it really is about having fun. I think when you are so centered in your purpose and you know what that is, and in, you know, in improv, we, uh, you've probably heard me say this a million times, yes and, yes and. But when we start from a place of owning what that purpose is and really are acting in alignment with that, we also affect other people. Part of why improv can really change team dynamics is because it is all about us together. Um, when teams are dysfunctional, when when the leader's dysfunctional, the team's dysfunctional. When you know part of your team doesn't communicate better, the whole team suffers. So I do think in in what you're saying is yeah, there's so much truth there. If we work better together, if we yes and each other, if we listen, if we have each other's backs, and we do it with playfulness. And that's what improv is. We can actually lift the performance of the team. So I think it's it's not just woo woo. And more and more people are like, yeah, you know what? There's something to that improv thing that Kathy's been doing for like you know over 20 years. <laughs> and now more and more companies you're hearing are uh, bringing in improv to help help people be more confident, communicate better, to to pivot. I mean, COVID happened, and what improv does is says yes, and this happened. I can't change it. So now what do I do? How do I embrace what's right in front of me? Because I can't control this whole thing happened. Now I'm going to have to switch gears. What can I do? And so improv really is about possibility. So when we come from that place, I think we lift everybody up around us. We're being our best and we're giving that energy. Yeah. I love how you said it's about possibility because that's really the key to anything. And one of, one of the reasons I wrote my book is to help people embrace change and thrive. Mm -hmm. Because if you embrace it, you can thrive. If you run screaming, you stay where you are. <laughs> right. And so, Katrina, what do you think? Yeah, well, you mentioned something about, um, uh, well, what occurred to me when you were talking earlier was the, that sometimes we wear a mask and we fake it till mm -hmm. we make it, right? We're told, fake it till you make it. <clears throat> that you... There's something to be said about having the confidence, yes, especially when you're starting out in business or newer, 
and you maybe don't see yourself as competent or as experienced as somebody you're comparing yourself to that's been in business for a long, long time doing the same thing. So you do have, you don't have to fake it, but you need to face it. I heard this a speaker say that one time, you have to face it. Uh, and you have to have faith that you know what you're doing and that it's all going to work itself out in the end. I say that all the time. Um, but faking it to your making is not necessarily the saying that I like anymore. But when I first started my business, I what I did, I wore that mask in the beginning. And but the mask wasn't necessarily mm. about um, the imposter syndrome, which some people have. I didn't have that necessarily. I was not happy in my personal life. So a lot of my mask wearing was faking that I had this amazing life when I didn't or when I didn't feel the love from my um, starter husband, right? So, <laughs> yeah, he was a great guy, but we just, he wasn't. <laughs> you were great. You were right. a girl. That's what you yeah. do. My starter husband, my keeper husband. Now I have a keeper. So, yeah, it's uh Get that mask off, ladies, and be mm. your true, authentic self yeah. or gentleman and do your purpose, like you guys said, and design it the way you want around your own kind of life you want to live and stop trying to be someone else or comparing yourself. Comparitis is just the killer. I've had it for years and I'm letting it go. I mean, I've been letting it go for a long time, but sometimes these things just don't go away right away, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's one of those things that stuck with me, I think, for a while. And last week, the topic was self-sabotage. And so I, I'm feeling a lot of, in, in, yes, empowerment, very frequent topic on Gold Chat Live as well as the Dev Show because that's what we need to do. And it doesn't matter, uh, male, female, however you identify, you need to love yourself and know thyself. I, that I say a lot. When you know yourself, then you are in a much better position. Ah, there you go. Love yourself successful. Love it, Katrina. Love you know yourself. I love your book too, but yes, what we're talking about is this. We're talking about right? love yourself successful. So Have your, the goal. Pull your book out. Hello, Kathy. And stop, stop worrying. Love it. Okay, great. <laughs> well, all of our books, you guys. Like, we're, we're marketing. That's what we're right? doing. Always be marketing. Come on now, people. Yes, well, <laughs> And we will need to do the screenshot with the books because yes. the fashion, the fashion <laughs> shot, because that's the point. But the thing in common, which is, you know, in common with us, but in common with a lot of people who I bring on here is we love what we do. And I think that puts us in a very unique position to spread the word. You know, it is possible. A lot of people they don't realize that they get to have a better life if they make even the smallest changes. Yeah. Yeah. It can make this vastly huge difference. The possibilities are endless. They really yeah. are. Just you, people just don't always see what's possible. Like you guys were saying, you just, I love to open people's eyes to what else is possible too. I think we all do uh, because sometimes you just can't see you're in this box and that's all you see is those four walls. You don't see anything else. Like when I started my business, I had no idea that I could make a hundred thousand dollars a year. I had no goal of being an author. Now I have 13 books. I had none of that. None of that. Right. Cause I didn't know what I didn't know. Yeah, I think that's really true. When I started my business and I left tech, I was a, um, so I was a, a vice president of marketing at a, at a big tech company. 
And I was up for another promotion and people were like, are you insane? You're walking away. You got, you've got the Silicon Valley mortgage. Are you insane? And I was like, I also have 20 plus years on comedy stages and I'm done masking up. This is who I am. And I can't be this here. And I remember when I walked away from people were like, are you crazy? And I thought if I don't do it, I will a never know. And B I'm not living my true potential because I'm, trained in this stuff. I've been doing this stuff for, you know, well over 20 years. I teach improv to executives. I teach you know, a pure stage improv at, in a theater. And I thought, if I don't leave now, I will never, never know. And what a shame. What a shame that is. So it really is about when you start. Um, I think what Katrina said so well is, you know, you're going to have to drop the mask. And part of seeing possibilities is saying, Get rid of the comparisonitis and go, what do I want? Who am I? And I get that not everybody, when I started, even thought it was possible. I was told I would fail by friends, that I would fail. And here I am 10 plus years later, teaching executives improv techniques. Which so, is amazing. So don't listen to that. Don't listen. But it really comes down to seeing that vision for yourself and saying, who am I at my core? They can't see it. They're not me. I can see it because I need and have my training and I know what's what. And sometimes the real, it, it's scary, but it starts with dropping that hole of what's possible. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts, uh, Katrina, on well, discovering say, what's possible? Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt, but the there's an entrepreneur mindset and an employee mindset. And so what you're talking about is I talk about the, uh, the we all have the entrepreneur mindset. Mm -hmm. Not everybody does, and that's okay. Not everybody's yeah. meant to be an entrepreneur. But the people that you worked with then were the employee mindset, or they were still behind their mask and not ready to come out yet, right? Yeah. And so the people that are have that employee mindset get fearful of the, like, it's a like jumping off the cliff because there's no, there's no, where it's like, you know, trapezing with no net underneath. There's no guarantee of revenue. You just have to trust and you have to make it work and you have to just be mm -hmm. self-reliant and motivated. And self-motivated without having to clock in and clock out for a paycheck is not easy, right? The first few years of my business, I thought I would just sit and watch Oprah all day, like going, oh my God, am I going to like make the biggest mistake of my life because I don't know what I'm doing? But, you know, the sooner I got busy, the the best, the better off I was. Well, I and I think the last year with all the the work, the hybrid, but more work from home, everybody, employee or entrepreneur got a taste of that sort of mindset, you know, working yeah. on your goals for your yeah. company, for yourself, for whatever. And a lot of people, you know, started the side hustles and other people, you know, figured out that everybody had to redefine balance, but also had to figure out what works for them. The problem is a lot of those that should have gone back to work have not gone back to work yet. We don't need to get into politics necessarily, <laughs> but they need to go back and get a job if they're not going to have a business. <laughs> well, or, or people who were working, you know, one of the things that, that Kathy and I were talking about before we went live is I'm on this real big corporate wellness thing because my book came out a year, a little over a year, a year and a half ago. Oh my goodness. Happy year and a half birthday book. It came out in January, 2020, six months, six weeks before 
The world changed. The world oh, yeah. changed. The world changed. And last year, I spent a lot of time saying, it's okay. You're working from home. Perfect time to figure out the side hustle or the thing that you love or explore other ways that you can up-level and be of more value to your business. Now I'm saying, okay, businesses, your employees know more things. Mm-hmm. Make the best of them. So I, I'm working on bridging the gap between what the employees know and want because it's completely different. We're in a completely different world. And it's been, a, for some people, they had a really good year. A lot of people had a terrible year. Most people had like a, you know, they broke even, basically. They just kind of wrote it out and they're like, okay, I'm itching. What is next? So what do you, and again, mm-hmm. the fun part, I think we're going to keep that as the undercurrent because we're in a much, I think, um, I don't want to say more important, but we kind of veered off the road, which is perfect because we know the purpose and the purpose is to inspire and to help people find their footing. So what can people do to find their footing now? Uh, Katrina, do you want to start this one up? Well, you mean find their footing in life in general, like life, business, whatever, because we're, it's really, it's okay. We're all going back to work. Wait, no, I guess we're not. It's, it's push pull. And I think that's going to be the rest of the year. Well, I think they need to, they probably already have people that didn't, you know, start the COVID thing or the pandemic off in their own business. For example, Um, when you're in your own business, I mean, you just have to pivot. Now there's lots of people in their own businesses. Like I have three um, clients who are professional organizers and so they couldn't go into anybody's house during COVID, right? So they all had to pivot too. So even if you ha- they had their own business, they still had to pivot and make some changes. I think what we were talking about earlier is you have to make sure whatever you're doing is fun. There's too many people, like when my husband, before we got married, got cancer when we were engaged, um, he was in mortgage lending. And there's nothing wrong with being a mortgage if you love mortgage. But he hated mortgage and was only doing it because he that's the only way he knew how to make money. He'd been doing it for 11 years. He got cancer, and he took basically a year off. And by the time he got done, I'm like, look, if you don't like mortgage, don't go back. Like, let's figure out what else you can do. What else do you want to do? What sounds fun? And what he, what sounded fun for him at the time was not having to go out and get business, right? So he took a job as like an inspector, a pest inspector, which somebody booked him every day. He just got to drive around, listen to music and go do his work. And he was a happy camper for like three years until he got some new inspiration to do something else, which now he has two of his own businesses. So now he's been able to do something that's really passionate for him. But But the process getting there, too many people would put themselves force themselves back into mortgage because that's all they knew instead of trying something new out. And even when they tried something new out, they wouldn't like just stop after three years of that and do something completely different again. But he did because, you know, now he's 52 and thank God he did that because he would have never found where he's at today. And you have to give yourself permission to try new things. And hopefully your significant other, if you're in a relationship is also of the mindset to let you do that. And you have the money and the freedom. I was making enough money to have him be some, you know, try out some different things. And I think that's just a lot of people are missing that. They're either 
missing that opportunity or they don't have income coming in or they're single parents and they feel like they can't do that. It's just hard. It's hard. And I just, I want people to be able to find what they love. And sometimes that's a little bit of trial and error. Well, we have Karen has joined us. Welcome, Karen. Hi. So sorry. I was caught in traffic, which is not a lot of fun. It isn't a lot of fun. Well, and I don't know how much you, you've been listening, watching, waiting to jump in. We're talking about fun, but we're also talking about funds in, fun <laughs> as it relates to this current restart that we're in. And um, so I first I want to get Kathy's thoughts on the last question, which is what can people do to find their footing as you find your footing? And then we will jump you in. Sound good? Sounds great. Okay, so Kathy. All right, first I just wanna say my, my website is keepingithuman.com. If you're looking for me, you will find me there. Um, so I, I really relate to what Katrina said, and I think it, there's a couple things going on here. Um, improv is all about yes and. And let me break that down for you because it's such an important concept. It's not just on a stage or in business, it's in our personal lives. So yes and is this idea that something happens. We have to listen for the change. Then we accept the change. We don't argue. COVID happened. We don't argue with it. It happened. We accept it. And then we add on to move the scene forward. So let's just break it down for what that means. COVID hit. You know what many people like me had to do? Most of my business was in-person training and in-person speaking. That went bye-bye. <laughs> so I had to pivot to figuring things out on Zoom and all kinds of stuff with everybody else. I had to figure out how to move that business online. So I said, yes, and where are the opportunities? So what I want people to take away is think about, yes, what you love to do. And also what opportunities are there for you, for you to yes, and in your own life. Maybe you want to stay at the same company, but you want to move to a different position. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to work more at home and stay at the company and have flex hours. Maybe you want to leave and do something you've always wanted to do. What is something you're really good at and you have connections in? How can you say yes and in your own life and in your own business? It should be something that you really enjoy doing. You know you can make money at. <laughs> I'm all for passion, but let's find that that intersection in the Venn diagram where you're good at it and you can get paid. So let's let's do that. So find those things where you can really look at it, see possibility for yourself and really say yes and. And I think the biggest thing here is that most of us as human beings say yes but. Yes but. Yes but. Yes but. In fact, we say it we don't even realize that we say it. You've all yes butted other people right? We all have. And you've all been yes-butted by people. And when you keep yes-butting other people, it shuts people down. So the people that said, yes, but you'll fail to me, they were yes-butting me. And all you have to do is turn that around and say, all right, I'm going to yes-and myself. What's the yes-and here that I can hold on to and move forward? And by the way, everybody, <laughs> I hope you are not yes-butting your friends that are saying, hey, I'm unhappy. I want to pivot. If you're really good friends, check the friendship manual. You should be saying, yes, and I got your back. And we're going to figure this S out together. Because that's how friends roll. Yes, and. I love that. 
So much. And it, it, but the community aspect is so important because you need your people. And yes. it, it, if you're watching and you're not part of my Write On Online community, please join because it's all about, um, I do a different thread every day, but it's really not just to talk about your goals and what you're working on, but to make the connections, to find the people who are doing similar but different, you know, compliments to your life. But the community and the be supportive, but to actually be supportive, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. And you need a community. Show up around that person. Figure it out. And if they're determined, it's not your job to yes but them, as we say in improv, because then the scene goes nowhere. Your job to, to be collaborative and to support your friend is to say, all right, let's yes am. Let's brainstorm. What can we do? How can we support you? How can we help you? How can we make introductions for you? So yes and yourself. It starts there. I can't emphasize that enough. Yes mm -hmm. and yourself. Right. There's a whole long line of people waiting to yes but you. Don't you dare be the first person to say that to yourself. <laughs> then get your friends on board because they should be yes anding the heck out of you. And if people are yes butting you and they're your friends, maybe you got to have a little talk or find new friends. It's a, I, <laughs> if they are yes butting you, find new friends. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or call them out because they might not, we'll we'll live with the possibility that right. they just might not know. Of course they don't. And that's a conversation you have to have. If you need that support, don't be afraid to say to your friends, I really need your support here. And yes, budding me is not healthy. What I really need is you to support me in this. And I know sometimes we, we project our concerns onto people. Like my friends were like, are you sure you're going to walk away from like, you know, a six figure tech salary, blah, 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 blah. I know they meant well, but they're not me. And I had to have the conversation with them about that's yes, budding me. And I need you to yes and me and support me. So don't be afraid to have those conversations and build that village because it's going to take a village. You're going to need that net under you. I totally I, agree. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm going to be, every time the word butt comes out of my mouth, <laughs> I'm going to have this Kathy alarm in my head. I started changing that years ago oh, too. I want to. Mm -hmm. I want to interject here. I love what you said, Kathy. My husband and I, it was the best couples therapy we ever did was improv, A to, a to E or A to F, whatever the levels were. We took it. I snuck nice. it in. You're coming with me to this improv class. And <laughs> we never loved it. And we ended up being closer than ever. So I highly recommend it for couples mm -hmm. for even like just to get to know each other better. Yeah. We would do and in class and then we'd come home and then we'd have a fight and I'd say what happened to the yes and <laughs> you know where did that go so it's a great program I love it so Karen welcome glad you made it good to be here and I'm sorry again but I have a lot of things to add I um what will you will you first introduce yourself and then you can add the stuff <laughs> <laughs> So Karen Pulver, and see, I was rushing my Pulvers with the lowercase, but it should be uppercase there. And I'm a teacher as well as the founder of Grateful Goddesses. So I can incorporate fun into both of those areas of my life. You know, as a preschool teacher, I love to get down on the floor and have fun with the kids and to see children in action, just being, just being in the moment really reminds you about being present mm -hmm. and that carries over into grateful goddesses where deb you talked about the community 
Um, Grateful Goddesses is a podcast, YouTube, and blog. And every Wednesday, there's an extension of the show where we get to have fun. We get to take all the lessons that we've learned and put them into action. So because of COVID, instead of meeting in person, we did it virtually. So that's been really actually quite amazing because people from all over the world, as you know, on Zoom are meeting. And just this community of support and empowering each other and getting to learn all of these different lessons and then act them out has been really, really great. So where the fun happens is in sometimes what I wanted, what I wanted to comment on is sometimes people need a little help. You either leap, you're either that person that leaps into fun or you take baby steps. And I'm noticing that with the goddess community. But what is the common thread is everyone needs support. Everyone needs that community. And if you have that, then you can really leap, leap or baby step into fun in a much more supportive, empowering way. Leap versus baby steps. But so why would somebody baby step into fun? Because sometimes people are scared. You know, fear is the biggest block um, from interviewing. Oh, you know, I've interviewed people from ages 17 to 94. And every single one of those people has had a roadblock of some kind. And there's been, um, I don't want to say failure because none of them has have looked at it as a failure, but the outside world, we look at it. I say we as the we common, we might look at it as a failure, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a happy accident, as you know, the painter Bob Ross used to say. So a lot of these, um, the guests that I have, the guest goddesses, when we see the happy accidents that they've had, it enables us to be able to leap into fun. Some people are scared. They're scared of it's going to change who they are. We're adults now. We can't be having fun like three-year-olds anymore. What are people going to think of us? I mean, when I took improv, it was so much fun. We just had a blast. And, you know, I wasn't 54 anymore. You know, I gave away my age there. But like, <laughs> but that's how life really should be every day. And some people just need a little bit more of a note to get there. But once they get there, they can't look back. Yeah. I, I feel like you want to say something, Kathy. Oh, yeah. It, you know, <laughs> I love that. First of all, I love Karen that uh, you like shout out and give props to, to improv because improv really, you know, it changed my life. And I know it has for anybody who does improv for you know extended period of time because it really rewired my brain. Um, we're we are playful animals. Humans are fundamentally playful animals. But something happens when we get into uh, the adulthood mindset. Like we can't play and play is unprofessional. And that's so not true because when we play, that's when we are at our most creative. That is when we are at our most connected. That is when we are coming up with the best ideas possible. And as adults, we have forgotten how to play. And you're going to need that in your business to, to look at and say, what's possible? What could I change? And fear happens because we have that mindset of, I can't make mistakes, I can't fail. And one of the beautiful things about improv is that there is no failure. There is no, you just make mistakes and you learn from it and you grow from it. And we celebrate failure because we're celebrating the learning that comes from it. We're celebrating the learning that comes from it. And I think if more people, to Karen's point, adopted a growth mindset, a playful mindset, an improv mindset, what it does is it lowers the fear 
because it takes out of the equation this this adult fear of failure and it just completely lowers down the risk level. So I think that's such a great, beautiful thing. And if we could do nothing but bring more play to the world to adults, done, I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) And say, parents, um, Mm -hmm. as a parent myself, and and when when I talk and interview the parents of the children that I teach, they're so busy, 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 especially like, I just like they're on the go dropping their children off and 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 if they just stop and play so much can be taken care of 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 children's behavior as well and then reminding us just to be in the moment it's all about being present and that that helps with so many areas of your life well go ahead Deb I was gonna say Katrina did you want to add something First of all, as soon as you guys started talking about improv again, I'm like, ooh, I took some classes, and ooh, I should do something with my husband, and I'm looking at the logo, and then I'm like, ooh, I can bring my mastermind clients, because they're coming in September. I'm like, we could do a team-building experience in improv, because it's so fun. I've done it with some actors, actually. Uh, Glenn Morshauer, who's in a ton of different movies. I've been in classes with him in improv down in L.A., because I go to workshops down there, so... Yeah, I mean, it can be, but then you just said also play. So it doesn't have to be improv, but you have to play. So you have to play in your business. And too many business owners I see are not setting enough boundaries regarding personal time. And sometimes they've been in business for 10 or 20 years and they still are working like dogs, no vacation, no nothing. And you have to make time. I always tell people, put the... Put your personal stuff and your family stuff and your getaways or whatever you're doing. We just went away for a weekend in our travel trailer this weekend, right? So I took off half the day Friday. We're planning another one in three weeks. And I just cleared my schedule that day too because we just came up. And you have to do this. You have to put your stuff on the calendar first and then clients and then lead generation marketing stuff and speaking, of course, which improv can help too. It can help you be um, more comfortable speaking. Yes, speaking is the fastest path to cash, you guys. Whether you're speaking on an interview like this or you're by yourself or you're on stage or you're doing a workshop, whatever. But it's it's so important to have playtime and fun. And I have too many clients who just work, 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 work. And I tell them, I don't care what you do this coming week, but you can't. You have to take a date night or you have to do this or you have to do something for yourself. I, I love that you said that because this is my big thing is schedule everything. Look at your look at your life at the beginning of the week. You put in the appointments and you schedule that self-care. Yep. I, I, I think the last couple of Fridays, I think after whatever lunchtime, whatever, I said, I'm just going to bake. Or I'm going to cook. And it's funny because until about four years ago, I never liked to cook. And now that is my play. And I get cranky. If I miss a couple of days, and obviously when you cook, like the bonus is you get food, but you also feel good. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I used to love to cook. And then because I was cooking all through COVID, I now don't like it as much because it's become more of a, like, what's for dinner, mom? What's for dinner? You know, but I I have to look at it in a whole different way. It's the way you're looking at things too. Yeah. And can I, something that Katrina said really, um, so important. It's, it's, 
I, I love Deborah, the idea of scheduling it. I also want to allow for spontaneity because this is so important. I have never seen in the teams and executives and people that I work with, I've never seen such burnout. Burnout is off the chart and the burnout comes from, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And then <clears throat> what's happening is they haven't let themselves go. It's just one more thing, one more meeting today. And that ability to be in the present, as Karen rightly says, um, to be in that moment of space and holding space. To, I see you to your kids or I see you to your spouse or to yourself. And I think it's so important because if you're not scheduling play and also allowing for some spontaneous play and improvisational kind of whatever, I think, you know, you will burn out because your business can be all consuming. And I really think with coming out of what we're coming out of, uh, there's a whole lot of burnout and it's more than self-care. I think it's also people recognizing back to the premise that maybe they're in a job they don't love working at something they're not passionate about for people who may be in companies that don't care about them. And that's, that'll cause burnout. That's the, the burnout thing that I'm seeing. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's the cycle. And do you, I, I'm having all these flashbacks now because when I did, I did competitive public speaking in college and whenever we were on a road trip, our, our rest breaks were called mandatory fun. Yeah. It was okay. You know, put the books down, (laughs) stop studying your speech, just go and play. And this is, you know, ever ago. And then I also had us, I did, um, I was, I'd say theater adjacent in high school because I was not, I wasn't good, but I loved it. And then I did improv maybe 10 years ago and it was really, it it was during a challenging time, for lack of a better word, just a challenging time. It was like, I never realized how good it was for me. Mm -hmm. And I, let's see, I traded improv for a keto and then 10 years later, I traded a keto for dance. So that's just the the psychology of Deb. You need to be doing something that fulfills you, brings you that fun joy, mm-hmm. and encourages that creativity. Yeah. <clears throat> well, one thing we did because of COVID is we couldn't do any vacations, right? So we really wanted to go to Hawaii last year, and we couldn't. And we couldn't really go anywhere, especially we did go to a couple different places and flew and everything during COVID. We had to go to Vegas to move my mom back. And so we had to fly. And that was at the beginning. And it was the safest place on earth was the airport at that time in April (laughs) because nobody was there. And then we went to Idaho again to visit friends, but we couldn't really go on vacation where we wanted to go. So we actually bought a travel trailer. And I was just saying like, we bought it in January this year and a, and a new truck. And so, so many people are spending money on their homes and upgrading their homes and because you're here more often, right? So do it. Do what makes you happy. And now we've gone to, I think, six different trips now. And it's, you know, August. And we've got another one planned. So, you know, it's we just had to shift uh, what we... We weren't just going to sit home anymore. I was going crazy, like watching Netflix, and I needed to go somewhere. So, you know, you don't have to go to that extreme, but frankly, mm-hmm. I think it was cheaper than going to hotels everywhere, frankly. <laughs> so. There's always a workaround. Yeah. And go ahead. It, there's a workaround, but also, too, it, it's what are the things that you love? Maybe 
people, or maybe not definitely, frequently people forget, you know, joy. Oh, I used to love to do that. Maybe I still do. I should try that. So when you're thinking of, okay, what are the things I love because you're so burnt out, you can't remember? Schedule time to think about the things that you love and jog that memory. But also what I mentioned before is that support. And you mentioned dance, that you took dance. I, I too danced when I was younger. And um, I had on one of my shows, uh, Jessica Swing, Swing Goldman, she's the owner of a dance studio here in Chicago, and she moved to Nashville. So she came on and we were just going to talk about dance. And then she said, how about we get people to dance? And I'm mm-hmm. like, on you think people will really get up like will we really get up and dance and what people are just gonna sit and yeah. watch each other but I took that chance I put music on and I said you can shut your camera you can turn it off or on you can you know but the rule is you cannot sit and watch like you can't just be a voyeur <laughs> you have to move and you have to stand up yeah. or watch and everyone's danced yeah and after that, I got a testimonial from an individual that was on a viewer, and she said that she was just dancing in her chair, but during COVID, she had sat on the couch and watched show after show after show, and this was the first time that she felt joy because she yeah. was because when you move your body too, mm-hmm. like all these other things, but the movement of the dance and listening to the music that can spark something inside of you of a memory when you were younger too, that can bring so much joy and laughter into your life. Mm-hmm. So I like to put me morning. I play my tunes. My daughter who's here with me, she's 19. She's like, mom, stop. But I, <laughs> I walk around dancing, doing the laundry, dancing. And, you know, before every live show, I always put music on and I'm like, let's dance. Cause it's fun to get, get your body, get that chi moving. Yeah, it really is important, you know, and and that community component, you know, play by yourself, have a community of friends that you just play with. I do. I mean, I have a a community of fellow comedians and improvisers that I've known for decades. And we have these like meetups where it's just we get on Zoom and we just do stupid stuff and we make each other laugh. And it's silly and it's crazy. And we just till we snort. Right. And sometimes we have drinks. Sometimes we don't. But it's such an important part of that community and having people, like-minded people that can connect with you, support you, and, you know, to find your people that uplift you to give you that joy. Because you're going to need that to keep going. I think that's really, you know, part of, you know, we take better care of our cars than we do ourselves. You know, we take our cars in every couple thousand miles. Why aren't we doing that with ourselves? (laughs) I mean, yeah, we rebalance our portfolios. Like we spend more time changing our battery on this thing and charging this up than we do charging this up and this up, you know, why is that? That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Except I don't think the people on this particular show can say that. (laughs) And and I actually do what Karen does. I I schedule dance breaks, even if they're Mm -hmm. two minutes throughout the day, or if I'm doing dishes, I'll just, bop through the dishes because yeah. it makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. And well, my I, husband does the dishes and the cooking. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> oh, okay, so now you're just showing off. I am. <laughs> and he goes to the grocery store and he cleans the house. I'm like, yay. Oh, <laughs> do any of you guys do the afternoon morning? Like I, 
I've always, I've read about it. I've interviewed people about it, but I just started really doing it. Like I had little, little notes here and there, but now I put them on my mirror. This is a great day today. You know, all of those really positive, joyful messages. Do you all do that? Well, you cannot see this, but, and, and this is what I do with my clients. I have my clients, uh, I say, what are your rules? You know, how much networking do you do each week? How much fun? Where do you schedule your downtime? Whatever. Everything I tell my clients to do, I do myself. So I have, and I'm not going to share it uh, privately, maybe sometime, but I have the notes everywhere. I have the visual cues. I, I'm so big law of attraction. Um, it's ridiculous because you need those. You need to see the possibilities to turn it into reality. And Kathy is nodding more than Katrina. So Kathy, go. <laughs> Jump, Kathy. Um, I, so I actually do um, most mornings morning pages. And that actually helps me. That's sort of where I get my ideas out. And it's, 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 there's a heavy component of daily affirmation, but it's really sort of just what's on my mind. No judgment, just free form, uh, stream of consciousness. Um, and it helps me it centers sort of what's, what's happening in my head for the day. And, um, you know, do I skip a day here and there? Sure. But I think setting that intent intention, um, keeps me, uh, doing it most mornings. And I, I think it really is interesting. Um, so, so yeah, I think whatever your morning practice is that centers you, I think that that's a really great thing. And Katrina. <clears throat> no, I don't. However, when I was single, I guess my love life is more important than my business. Sometimes when I was single, I had a list of 43 things that I wanted in my significant other or in the relationship, etc. So I did a lot of relationship mm -hmm. coaching and I was right. I'm not, this is what I want. And so I would read it and boom, like as soon as I put that out there, six months, that's when my current husband came and I met him. So it, it can totally work. I don't do it in my business. I feel like I'm super motivated as it is, but, um, but not, there's always room for improvement. So, um, the biggest thing for me is making sure I get enough sleep. And so I can function throughout the day and really think bigger. And I mean, seriously though, but this is taking care of yourself and making sure that you are your best you. And it wasn't until maybe a year, maybe year and a half, two years ago. I've been doing this for 19 years. It might not have been since two years ago when I realized that, hello, what was I waiting for? Sleep is now like I'm first and then my family and then my clients and then everybody else. And so that includes my sleep. So important. Well, this is a really good transition into the goals. And what I would like from each of you is to share a goal. And it could be a goal for yourself or it could be a goal for the people who are watching or listening. But what can someone do like when they're done, uh, episodes over, totally motivated? What is a good goal to help them find, embrace, be more at one and have more fun? Uh, so Kathy, let's start with you. What is it? What goal would you like to gift to our audience? So I, I think I want to go back to the idea that I know we don't make time for ourselves the way we should, but we need to. And I know the times that we're most resistant to playing, that's when we need it the most. That's when we need that the most. So here's my challenge. Here's a gift. Here's a way to sort of maybe notice what's coming for you. 
is that every day, step outside your comfort zone just a little bit. Do something that's fun, that brings you joy every day, every day. And then note that. How did you feel? And just do it for 30 days. If you do something small, it can be five minutes, 10 minutes. doesn't have to be anything extensive. So please don't think this is a time drain. But if you do that and track how it made you feel, what do you notice at the end of the 30 days? And and I'm telling you, for people that are burned out, I get it. I hear you. I see you. It happens to all of us. Start to really make your joy a priority and do that for 30 days. And once you do it for 30 days, you've got the habit and you're going to do it forever. So you're like tricking them. I I hope so. I hope it's really about putting yourself first and that you matter and your joy matters. And you are responsible for your own joy. You are absolutely. And Katrina, what goal do you want to gift to our audience? I like the way you're phrasing it because you're going to have to take advantage of it. So I have big goals and and, um, money goals. I would say there's two things I might share is number one, whatever your money goal is, if you're in business for yourself, double it because you're probably thinking too small. Then you don't have to know exactly how it's going to happen. You just have to trust and you also have to, it's going to push you out of your comfort zone, hopefully to charge more and all that kind of thing. The other thing is put a vacation on the calendar right now, like within 12 months, put a vacation on the calendar. I want a seven day vacation and go somewhere. And if it costs money, like you want to go to Hawaii or you want to go to the Bahamas, whatever, figure out how much it is. Cause sometimes we don't even put the thing on the calendar because we think, Oh, it's too expensive. I can't afford it. So go and price it out, figure out how much you need to take this vacation, put it on the calendar and go raise your rates and make more money so you can do the thing. Like that, like just go. Like people just don't, like people say it all the time. Oh, I can't afford you, Katrina. Or I can't afford that. Well, you don't even know how much it is. Go figure out how much it is mm. and put it on the calendar and go make more money. Go sell more stuff and make more money. You can do it. Love that. Where are my gold stars? Hey, <laughs> Karen, what, what gold do you have to gift? Well, I think what causes us a lot of stress is when we can't control things. And what I've learned, as as we've all learned through COVID, is we really have to let go and surrender. And we can only control ourselves. And, you know, it's a little cliche, but it's true. You can only control your reaction, your response to situations. So my gift is to let go. And I know it's not as exciting as a vacation or doing something fun, but I do feel like when I personally let go and carve out that white space and just be, breathe, meditate, lie down on your bed, sit outside with, you know, staring at the sky. If you can just let go and be still, so much more will come to you. I've really found that myself through all the guests I've interviewed. That's like biggest piece of advice that I've been given. And it's helped me so much. So I think carving out that white space of time, even if it's 10 minutes a day, I think is a really good gift to give. These are all wonderful. And the thing that I love the most is they're all really interwoven. So we have Kathy who wants everybody to do something fun every day, which I totally love it. Keep with the theme. Uh, Katrina doing the things, uh, value yourself, which will help, you know, value yourself, 
up your rates so you have more time for the fun and don't fill that with work. Fill that extra time with joy or just without trying to control everything. Stare at the clouds. Um, spend extra time doing nothing and being at peace with the fact that you can't control anything because if the last year has taught us anything, it is you cannot control anything. Well, you can control um, your reactions or your yes. Not outside. You can control yourself. You can make the choice to choose yourself, make new plans and move forward, which is what you all know I'm all about. You know, think about what is your Goaltopia? Work towards it because it is within your power to have the life you want. But it starts with choosing yourself. Yes, and yourself. Yes, and yourself. None of those yes buts. Yeah. I'm seriously, whenever I hear the word but now, I'm going to see your face. <laughs> So thank you. <laughs> so butt and face and my face go hand in hand. <laughs> Someday there's going to be a bit. I'm going to be watching you and I'm going to be like, that came from my show. <laughs> I'm glad I don't remind you of a butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, no, you, and you can't see it, um, but I have a sign in my office that says, yes and you. And that's what that sign is that says, every day I look at that before I start my day, yes and you. I think that's just really an important thing. Well, and it isn't even time for final thoughts, but we're going to put yes. And we will include that in your final thoughts. But before we wrap um, and before I get a final thought from each of you, uh, will you please tell people where they can find you? And let's start with you, Karen. So it's gratefulgoddesses.com. And you can also register on pulver, P-U-L-V-E-R.com to come to the Wednesday GGTV events, which is at 7 p.m. Central Time. And then GratefulGoddesses.com is where you can see the website and you can pull up uh, podcasts, YouTube, blogs. And my email is Karen at Grateful Goddesses. Wonderful. And so glad traffic enabled you to jump into this conversation. I really I was stressed and I let it go. And I said, if I'm going to be five, it's just going to happen five minutes, 10 minutes. I'm just going to see what happens. It's mm -hmm. meant to be where I am. So I made it and I didn't get too worked up about it, but I apologize. Well, in, in what I said was we could wait for Karen, but why wait for Karen? When she comes in, we will bring her in and embrace her and move on, which is the whole point of these, these shows is to bring people together from different parts of my life to just have a good conversation. Yes. And this has been a really good conversation and not necessarily even the conversation we planned to have, which is what makes it even better. So <laughs> Katrina, where can people find you? Uh, well, jumpstartyourbiznow.com is my website. If you do forward slash free trainings, you will get to a page with eight different opportunities. There's one about jumpstarting your business, jumpstarting yourself as a speaker. There's one about my book, Love Yourself Successful, that we were talking about earlier. And um, one about publishing your own books, because now I'm a publishing company too. And uh, a whole bunch of other things. So You can find anything and everything, because Katrina's got something on it. I pretty much do. <laughs> you record everything and you repurpose it people come on now put free gifts out there all kinds of things <laughs> awesome and happy where can people find you 
Yeah, you can go to keepingithuman.com, all one word, keepingithuman.com. If you want more information, you can also find me uh, at Kathy Clotes Guest, no hyphen, at most of the socials. And um, you can find out more about my books and all that other stuff at my website, uh, keepingithuman.com. So I look forward to chatting with some of you. Well, this has been such a fantastic conversation. I can't thank you all enough for it. And if you want to learn more about me or read the recaps, I'm at the Deb Method everywhere. And you can go to thedebmethod.com slash blog for the recaps and the replays and the links. And if you need help figuring out what those fun goals are, or even what your Goaltopia is, what the life you want is you can grab a copy of your goal guide, a roadmap for setting, planning, and achieving your goals on Amazon or your just favorite place to buy books. And oh my goodness, what a fun way to kick off the month. And yes, that is my theme this month. So we're going to be talking fitness, imagination, and food. Because when I think fun, well, of course, food's there. And fitness, you have to be healthy because when you take care of your body, you've got, you know, the better energy and imagination that kind of ties back into what can you think of and create to have the life that you want. So I'm all about the theme and it's time for us all to have some fun. So what is your final thought for fun? Uh, Katrina. Uh, just do it. Like <laughs> I wasn't expecting this question and that's my answer to any Quote. <laughs> I say that all the time, so I am so with you on it. Yes. And Karen, what is your final thought on fun? Well, it's so funny because I have a gratitude jar and I write down what my viewers are grateful for, and I just pulled one out and it it's with your theme. So I'm great. Someone said, I'm grateful for your sense of humor. So I guess someone is making them laugh. So gratitude and fun go together. So be grateful for, for just a sense of humor and having fun. Gratitude and fun go together. That's true. And anybody who knows me is that I'm not funny when I try. So it's good that I don't try. Nobody's funny when they try, by the way. <laughs> yeah no no it's, it's doing comedy and improv on stages for you know over two decades has taught me anything the more that we try um instead of trying you know because when we try we try to crowbar it in just be just be ourselves and here i guess my uh, final thought would be on that vein which is be yourself you know what um However you love to play, however you love to laugh, whatever your sense of humor is, it's not wrong. There's no one way to do it. So just be you, whatever that is for you. That's you at your best. That's you at your best. So don't try. Just be. Just be. What a wonderful note to end this fun. This has been just such a wonderful and I think very important conversation because we're still in a state of flux. Grab your, oh, hold on to, grab your hat. Hold on to your hat. It's not going to change as quickly as we wanted to. So just sit back, relax, have fun, be yourself, and go have some fun. You deserve it. 
thanks for listening to The Dev Show. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Need more inspiration and motivation? Connect with me on LinkedIn, follow at The Dev Method on social media, and check out thedevmethod.com. Best of luck with your goals, and remember, you can do it. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.